Well, another snow job hits the eastern United States. It kind of compelled me to do a follow-up to the mid-December podcast on snowstorms. You'll see the link in the episode show notes, by the way. How do you get rid of this stuff? Ah, well, I'm going to share some personal observations on what I have personally seen and personally have heard people do to remove snow from their personal space. Like the joke about Grandma, she's been staring through the window since the snow started. Uh, we get a few more inches. I may have to let her back inside. To some, the snow is a lot of fun, but snow removal, not so much fun to a lot of people on Street Curb Curiosity. Ah, so let's dig in, or maybe dig out together in this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. Thanks for joining me again talking about snow. Yeah, I did a podcast on snowstorms back in the middle of December, but the idea here today is kind of sort of more about the day after, you know, the cleanup. 1.2 billion. You know what that number is? That's the number of search results I found on snow removal on Google. There's just a lot of stuff about this white stuff that we get on the ground. In the past two days, I've kind of experienced a mere fraction of them, and we're going to talk about them. Uh, lots of snow shovels, yes, stuff all over the place, people with snow blowers, uh, and a few other very unique things going on. I did see the big street plows moving through the streets, yeah, major city streets, all kind of nice and clean already. But of course, you talk to a few people living in the smaller areas of the cities. The plows have not been through as of yet, so there's snow just everywhere. By the way, a little helpful uh, tip for you. If you're using a shovel, get some cooking spray and spray both sides of that snow shovel. No snow sticking for you. Hmm. In Philly, I have witnessed a few folks blowing snow with their snow blowers back into the street. Yeah, that helps. And yeah, that is uh, sarcasm, by the way. The rationale will be, well, where the hell do I put all this stuff? I've got a small sidewalk, no front lawn. I mean, I kind of get it, you know? Uh, I've seen gas snowblowers. I've also seen a couple of electric snowblowers here in the city so far. All of them, loud as hell, throwing snow really high and throwing some snow back on the streets. Lots of buildings, lots of businesses are using these things. Plus, you also see that poor, lonely guy who somebody hired to shovel the sidewalk. And he's out there and the snow's coming down and he's looking really miserable. And he's just shoveling the snow, trying to put it wherever he can. You can tell the independent townhouses, some of them, no shoveling going on at all. Or maybe just the shoveling on the sidewalk is just one shovel wide. Yeah, you know, you know, so the sidewalk is three feet wide. There's a one-foot path going right down the middle of the damn thing. One variant I have never seen before, but I've seen it recently, is a snow broom. It kind of looks like a snowblower and a steamroller together. It's kind of like a roller brush, and it pushes the snow forward. Uh, I've seen some of those here in some sidewalks. I've seen some major, like, uh, driveways use these things as well, too, which is kind of cool. Plus, some unique things I've seen. People who've had their cars covered with blankets or tarps. Uh-huh. I've seen a couple of uh, people do this. You pull the tarp off. Boom, your car's nice and clean. Now, of course, the snow is all on the sidewalk or all back on the street or in your driveway, but at least the car is nice and clean. By the way, if you're having a hard time keeping your car from freezing or keeping the ice off of the windshield, we're just chock full of hints here today. Two hints. One, mix two-thirds vinegar and one-third water. Put it into a spray bottle. Spray that onto your windshield. The ice is just going to go away. For frozen locks and doors... 
pull out that can of WD-40 and spray it in the lock. It's going to open up nice and easy for you. See, the show can be educational. Hmm. I have seen some folks push snow in front of other buildings. Now there's a good neighbor for you, huh? Lots of people out there with brooms, and that's not maybe a bad idea. Uh, it appears to be a heavier snow, so I'm not sure if a broom is really going to work, but people are still trying to use them. Brooms usually clean snow better than a shovel, like there's, you know, there's not that little thin layer of snow left on the ground after the shovel moves by. Ah, but pushing or shoveling or brooming the snow in front of somebody else's building, yeah, I don't really think that's a really nice thing for you to do. So don't do it, okay? I have seen a few folks with leaf blowers. You know, that thing was cranking away, blowing snow all over the place. But again, the snow's going everywhere. It's on other people's sidewalks. It's in the road. It's, it's on all their cars. There's also snow vacuum cleaners. Now, I have not seen any of those here in Philadelphia, but I've seen pictures of them in some videos. You know, they're, like, they're, they're sort of like the big trucks and cities use them to like suck up the snow into the back of the truck. Uh, and then some places then will dump the snow into the rivers like New York City used to. Now, a lot of times they just pile up the snow in fields or near stadiums or whatever. Some places like Boston actually used to dump snow into the ocean. But of course, that was a bad thing to do. So what we do now is we pile it up, we let it melt, we let it drain into the sewer, and it goes into the ocean. Hmm. Well, that's a topic for maybe another podcast. I can talk about Philadelphia if you're doing some bad things in terms of uh, snow shoveling, or maybe you don't shovel your sidewalk. You're saying, screw it. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with the snow anyway, so I'm doing nothing. It's going to cost you anywhere from $50 to $300 in fines in Philadelphia for not moving the snow off of your sidewalk. And as I said, it is illegal to push the snow back into the street and no, it's not like speeding where it's only illegal if you get caught. I mean, you're thinking about it if uh, on the road in front of your place. If it's covered with snow again and your sidewalk or driveway is nice and clean, hmm, I wonder, just wonder where that snow may have come from. The other cool thing I, I haven't seen really for a couple of years, but I've noticed it today and uh, over the last two days, designer colors for chemicals. Yeah, I've seen blue, I've seen green. Uh, the two cool ones I've seen, the new color this year, purple. Purple uh, snow melt for, for the streets, which is kind of cool. And the other one I noticed, which is, I think is I've just a riot, yellow. It's more like a yellow-brown, but yellow snow. Now think about that. Do you think people will avoid yellow snow? <laughs> I, I Actually, I love that idea. And by the way, there is a reason why they put color in this stuff. I actually had this conversation with a friend earlier today who had no clue as to the reason why. Come on, you have it figured out. There's color in the salt or chemicals that you put on the sidewalks or on your driveway so you could actually see where you put the stuff. It's also better so if you have a puppy out there for a walk, you kind of know where the chemicals are in the streets so you don't have them walk through that stuff. Speaking of that stuff, calcium chloride supposedly is the best, at least for concrete. There's magnesium chloride. The stuff actually heats up a little bit and melts the snow and ice. There's rock salt, ice melt. Salt's really kind of cheap, but man, it just like destroys the concrete, destroys metal, kills plants. There are a few out there that are kind of safe for the plants and safe for your pets. Like my puppy, 
She loves, loves with a capital L-O-V-E, loves the snow. But keeping her feet safe and, you know, kind of out of the chemicals, that's a lot of drama on city sidewalks. So what do you resort to? You use puppy booties. My puppy's not a nut about puppy booties, but they keep her out of the chemicals. But again, that's a whole other podcast topic, and maybe we'll cover that somewhere down the road. And I've actually had a couple of people say this to me, that they're, you know, they're kind of upset. They can't get a good workout in because there's all the snow outside there. Well, you know, if you are one of those people who gets upset, you're not, you're not getting your good workout and you don't have a gym. Well, snow shoveling is a tremendous workout. You're going to work your legs. You're going to work your chest, your arms, your back. But please, please, please be careful. The stats are we lose about 100 people a year in the USA from heart attacks from shoveling snow. But if you're in half-decent shape, you got a neighbor who's maybe more elderly or doesn't want to do it and you want a good workout, grab a shovel, start moving that snow, and push the snow. Don't lift it. You don't want to hurt your back, okay? So you be safe. You stay warm. Have fun moving the snow. Get a good workout in. Help your neighbor or whatever. Just some more helpful hints and another semi-frozen podcast episode on this snow-covered street curb curiosity.